sports fans. Welcome back. It's game day, December 2021. Uh, how you doing, Ellen? What What do you got here for us today? Well, Leah, today we got the biggest competition of the year on our hands. It's the holiday party at 340 Farms. I'm sure you're aware of it. Ooh, ooh, yes, yes, yes. Today we are at Connie and Pete's house here on Carriage Hill Lane. Uh, back of the cul-de-sac. Very nice home. Very nice home. We're, we're happy to be here. Yeah. I should mention that we are also sponsored, produced, and hosted by Connie and Pete. Thanks, guys. We love you. We love you. Uh, keep keep the Boone's Farm flowing. How, do we, how about we jump into this and let's talk about the holiday party. Um, Ellen, I think we are contractually obligated to call it the Great Office Holiday Party Showdown, hosted by... Connie and Pete. Leah, I noticed uh, you're doing the little old uh, today. I thought we talked about having drinks during the broadcast. Um, it is part of the payment, our payment uh, arrangement with Connie and Pete. So, you know, you gotta you gotta take it where you can get it, dear Ellen. I see. It's just feeling a little toasty mm. here in the living room. No, well, that might be the the fire coming from the fireplace. Um, moving on, Ellen, who do you have your eyes on today? Uh, the energy in the kitchen here has been very palpable, and I know we've got some, uh, very, very impressive talent showing up here today, so who do you, who are you betting on? Well, we've already moved past the main course and the sides, so now we're strictly on dessert, and- Oh, this is actually, I'm actually hearing, today is a dessert party only. There were no other courses, so- uh, I'm not sure what party you were at or what you've been drinking, but this is actually did dessert I, only. Did I just hallucinate an entire other party? I think that may be true. Um, you might be thinking about last year here at 340 Farms, but that was not on Carriage Hill Lane. That was on uh, Sunrise Subterranean Drive. I see. You're right. You're right. How could I forget? Oh, that, I mean, the turkey last year was oh, what a time. dry. We remember that whole fiasco with uh, Carol and the the turkey legs but we digress ellen tell us about who we have who are the who's coming out on top today well we have our returning champion janet 60 year old janet mother of two aging rat terriers and a ferret from park lake who brought her signature ambrosia salad with extra marshmallows mm. her challenger mm. this year is 37 year old chrissy from spring arbor a boy mom of two who sells jewelry on etsy and she brought her latest concoction, which is a reimagined dirt cake with candy canes instead of gummy worms. Whoa, wow, 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 wow. You don't actually usually see that kind of creativity this late in the season. And we were talking about the annual Christmas party. Mm -hmm. uh, candy canes instead of gummy worms is a bit of a, seems like a Hail Mary to me. But what do you think, Ellen? Well, I hear you, Leah. It's quite the doozy, but I think. Chrissy's got a handle on this. I mean, classic dirt cake with gummy worms in the winter? No. The worms are dead. I think the candy canes are a great touch. And But does well, it make sense conceptually? I, I assume they just represent the passing of time itself. I mean, the swirls, the crest at the, at the top. Isn't that what we're all aiming towards? The very zenith of our lives as we shuffle off this mortal coil at any given time. Isn't that what they mm, represent? I think Chrissy's got, gonna, gonna struggle. Uh, I, 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 I'm not sure that the, the judges are going to see that, but 
you know, best of luck to her. I'm I'm not sure that bringing up an existential concept like death in a dirt cake is going to play at Christmas. But best of luck to you, Chrissy. Uh, I, I've got my money on Janet. Well, I will say, defending Chrissy, that's not what she told me. She just said that candy canes looked better on the dirt cake than gummy worms. The existential part was on me. Uh, lost myself for a minute. Yeah. Well, moving on, we're uh, we'll keep an eye on you, Ellen. But let's, you know, let's get into it. I'm seeing some, you know, the the folks are gathering, and I think that we're about ready for kickoff. Yeah, you're right. Looks like Mary Margaret is gonna take the lead here, and she's the first one to step up to the plate. And it's usually hard to get folks to start the buffet train, but once it's open, all bets are off. Yeah, I'm. Uh... And I'm, I'm really starting to see people peering over to see which food Mary Margaret is going to go for first. So here we go. There's the, uh, there's the plate, the napkin, the serving spoon, a long pause to decide where to go. And, oh my, wow, it's the dirt cake with candy canes. And a hefty serving. What the? Wow. Wow. Ellen. I was not expecting that. Wow. Mary Margaret coming out of the gate. And listeners, you may not be surprised. I see Janet over in the corner pretending to be deep in conversation with Jackie and Colleen. But it is clear that she is pissed. There's a a glint in her eyes that says, uh, I will fuck up a bitch. And Ellen, I believe it. It's true. Uh, it looks like some other partygoers are heading to the table, and they're lining up right behind where Mary Margaret just was. No one really has an eye on the uh, Ambrosia salad. What do you make of that? You know, Ellen, I know, now that I think more about it, dirt cake is really a classic dessert. As unconventional and strange as it is here today at a Christmas party, you know, it's... It's, it's a dessert, whereas, you know, ambrosia salad, a local delicacy in the Midwest, but is it a dessert? Is it an appetizer? Is it an hors d'oeuvre? What, what's the difference between an appetizer and an hors d'oeuvre? But dirt cake, you know, it takes me back to uh, my 13th birthday, day after grandpa's funeral. There I am, just blowing out fake candles, mm-hmm. just spitting on some gummy worms in a planter. Literally a plastic planter. That's what they made my dirt cake in. Listeners, you probably don't know this. That planter is still in the family, currently holding an aloe plant at our parents' house. Wow. Yeah. You know, we're industrious people. We, uh, we're not just going to throw something away just because it had dirt cake in it once. Mm-hmm. Right. Back to it. Ellen, are you, what do you, what do you make of all of this? I'm, as we've been talking here, I've been noticing a few people going for the ambrosia. Mm-hmm. Looks like the 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 dirt cake's about half done. Well, I noticed while we were talking and reminiscing about our dead grandfather and your thirteenth birthday, I noticed that Chrissy has inched herself closer to where Janet is in the room, and I think Ooh. that is a social faux pas. I'm wondering what Janet's gonna do. Actually, oh God, it looks like Jackie and Colleen are holding Janet back. Did Chrissy say? What did we miss? Chrissy's. Did Chrissy say something? Oh. Was there a was there yeah, a comment? Yeah, I, I think I mean I I totally missed it because I was taking my trip down memory lane, but it does seem like um there's tension. I'm seeing I'm seeing uh Chrissy move I saw her move forward. I saw Janet move toward her. That's where Jackie and Colleen stepped in. Uh they were straining her lightly, you know, holding her hand, you know, the 
uh, inside of her arm, and it looks like they are uh, locked. Their eyes are locked. And now, do, are you are you hearing any of this, Ellen? It's hard to it's hard to hear above the uh, Michael Bublé that's playing, but. I'm not sure what I'm. I, I'm hearing a phony bitch. Did you did you hear that? I'm just receiving word right now. Yes, phony, crockety old bitch. Wow. And it seems you don't you don't usually hear such such foul language at the holiday party. That's that's heated. Certainly not from Janet. I mean, Chrissy is almost thirty years younger than her so i don't know where she got the idea that she's crotchety and old but here we are i mean as we we know listeners or perhaps we didn't say chrissy is the new hire janet's been at the company for 30 years oh oh, we uh, looks like we just got word that this does seem to be about more than just the ambrosia salad and the dirt cake Uh, it seems like for a while now Chrissy has been gossiping, spreading some false gossip about Janet throughout the office. And Ellen, I feel a little uncomfortable even even reading what's in front of us. Would you could you share with the listener? Well, I'm getting word that someone has threatened to take down one of the many, many live, laugh, love placards that are hung up in Pete and Connie's home here. And someone's threatening to live, laugh, love a bitch until she ain't live, laugh, lovin' anymore. Oh, it appears that they're coming towards us. They both have crosses. Oh no! Oh, oh my God! Ah! No! Get it, please! Ah! We are currently experiencing technical difficulties with your scheduled programming. In the meantime, please enjoy this other thing. I'm Leah. And I'm Ellen. And we're going to make this weird. What is fucking up, Ellen? Not much. Um, I want to start right off the bat. Uh, yesterday, I went out with a group of friends. And, what? Right, I know. Challenging to uh, preconceived notions that I do not have friends or don't have many here in Bloomington. I went out and I wore the same sweater as one of my good friends, Hannah. And Leah sends me a message on Instagram and says, why does your, why does it look like you, but your face is different? <laughs> Apparently now you're standing. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I want you to read. I okay, want you to read, read the it. actual message okay. that I sent to you. And then I would like to post this for listeners and have mm-hmm. them understand. It was two in a row. It was. That photo and then a photo of you in the same sweater and the same glasses. Okay. So, I was so like, here, it was here, very confusing. Here it was. It was for the first photo with Hannah, Quentin, and Tally in it. Um, who are these strangers? I'm so confused. Is that you in the in the left with your tongue out? Same sweater and glasses, but that is not your face. <laughs> Astute observations, as always. <laughs> um, yeah. 
we bought we went to we went shopping a couple like a weekend or so ago and it was buy one get one half or no i think it was buy one get one free in the gender neutral sweater department and so we did it and now you went to a store that had a gender neutral sweater department it's called old navy (laughs) (laughs) okay so you got these sweaters from the gender queer part of old navy well, gender neutral. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead serious. On the on the receipt, it says gender neutral polar bear winter sweater. <laughs> That's what it says. So we're just like sick. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah, and so we were like, let's fuck with people and wear them tomorrow. But now I'm hoping like the actual all those people will buy like the people in the photo will buy the same sweater and then we'll just show up somewhere and pretend we're like the people from Twilight. And we're all like siblings, but we're all fucking each other because we're all coupled up. Well, I mean, you, like you want people to perceive you as siblings who are fucking each other. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I think that's that's the your vibe dream. That that's your dream of these this sweater situation is that you and well, all of your friends are going to show up at a bar, and you're going to look like you're fucking each other. You're you're going to look like siblings <laughs> who are having sex with each other. Yeah. Uh, listen, it has not been contested by this group of friends yet, maybe because they didn't hear that last part, but I'm hoping to sell it. I think I think they're already on board. We were talking about it in the context of Twilight, so I think we were thinking of that, because it is weird that they all got adopted, but then all started fucking each other. I haven't seen Twilight, so this this reference isn't really landing for me. Um, that's, but, that's weird. I don't know how you escaped it. Well, purposefully. Oh. Um, okay, well, yes, I'm glad you've shared with the listeners the fact that I was genuinely confused about <laughs> what was happening. I was like, is this, a, is this like a filter where you can swap faces? <laughs> well, my hair would have been longer and fluffier. But... I mean, I, I was, I was genuinely confused. Also, I've never mm. seen a picture of Hannah before, so I That's true. didn't know what Hannah looked like. Well, now you, now you can, now you know what everybody, like, all the people, when I say I'm hanging out with, like this group which is the scooby gang um that's uh that's who that's your thing what every cool group of friends calls themselves just because your friends were obsessed with harry potter and you couldn't you can't all relate to the same i'm sorry you're well should should be past tense (laughs) (laughs) actually this is very Mm -hmm. related to the topic of the episode today and perhaps Mm -hmm. can transition us there which is i'm on a text chain with my friends from cross country Mm-hmm. We we very annoyingly called ourselves the six because there were six of us. Oh my god! Um, and we were all many of us were also really into Harry Potter, and so I just I've been reading a text chain, and apparently there's HBO Max is going to do a twentieth uh, anniversary of the movies, but they're mm-hmm. doing it without J.K. Rowling. I thought they were doing with her. That's the problem. No, they're not. Interesting. I mean, she'll they'll have her in like videos from the past. Like well, they'll fi- she'll financially benefit from it. Yeah, that's probably true. But um, yeah, well, so enjoy that. I also did not. I was trying to remember what the name, the Marauders or Marauders, whatever you say. Marauders. That. Just, yeah, so that's what you're trying to be with your group of six. No, I have I a di- I have a different text chain called the Marauders. Wow. Um. I don't. I don't know how I get the badge of being in the nerd. You have two Harry Potter check text chains because Harry Potter is very mainstream nerddom. 
and the things that you're into are like mm-hmm. things that like three people know about. You mean like like Marvel, <laughs> like the, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like that <laughs> super niche. <laughs> Yeah, like only only a couple a couple folks are know what a Snyder cut is. That's DC. Oh wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well we fucking digress. Yeah. Um so far we so far, being honest, we don't really have a theme for season three. Mm-hmm. Um but Ellen, tell us tell us what we're gonna be talking about today. Well, it's one of the topics that I've wanted to talk about for a long time. Leah's time uh, as a cross-country runner for our high school. Just me? Even though you were in cross-country as well? If you want to ask me questions about my time in cross-country, I can give you some basic-ass que- uh, answers. But I don't think I had as thrilling of a time as you did. <laughs> thrilling. Okay. Listen, you made, you made an entire <laughs> film about all... Th- which... <laughs> We can get it. That's my jacuzzi of the, the episode. <laughs> I remember, let me think of the first time as a teenager that I was really uh, hurt by Leah, and it's in that film. Oh, wait, really? Yes. Well, let's start there. Okay, let's start there. Okay, so why don't you set the scene? What, what am I talking about? What am I, like, the film, when I say okay. that? So, I was injured, my, devastatingly injured, my senior year. Mm-hmm. But I was still trying to participate as a team member. And my friend Hillary, who's one of the six, uh, was also injured. And I don't know, I guess mom and dad had recently gotten a camcorder. And I was like, oh, you know what we could do? We could like make a film about the cross country team. Like, and we went out to our home course and ran it and we were like acting out being each member of the team and then we screened it at one of our movie nights Mm -hmm. it was a surprise like no one else knew you were doing it yeah right and it was funny like there were some bits in there um like true comedic humor and like you know and fun in like in jokes and references and everything um but do you remember what you did to um when you came to my part, which I was like, oh, no. I was excited. I have no memory, but I'm so worried. <laughs> it was, it was like, it was you, um, <clears throat> near the softball field, or maybe near just near a fence, and you were like, um, I think it was the song "I've Got the Whole World in My Hands," or like something like, or something along the lines of like the world revolving around me, like a song, and it was like, it was essentially that that you were calling me like like self-absorbed and conceited yeah okay i believe that 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 message might have been in there subconsciously but like i definitely have no memory of that like purpose i that seems like pretty far out of the range of my personality at the time or maybe ever to like try to make that kind of statement about you publicly you did though and i had to like i i held on to that for a long time and i think we talked about Wait, it really? yeah we talked and then we talked about it like a couple years later like i finally like got up the courage to be like hey why did you make why did you do that to me in this film like because like it no it was that was the message that you had sent to like everyone that like i thought the world revolved around me but that was like your own insight as like my sister and not like as a cross-country team member so I was like, these girls don't know fuck all about me. <laughs> like, they don't, right. you know, 
So it's like, oh, it, oh man, it fucking stung. I was oh no, I was devastated. Oh like, no, I actually like, and I I um, I was close to like uh just like accidentally losing that DVD. We still own it. It's in I I own it now. Actually, it's well, in my closet. I would, wait, it's here with you. Yeah, it's with me. Oh, I need to watch it. You need to fill. You need to screen it for me. Okay, I will try to get it because it's on the small disc. I think, uh, but it's in the yeah, yeah right. in that bag. I will try to. I'll dig it out, and we can we'll, we'll watch it over uh, the holiday break. I just I really I and then I would like to revisit it on the podcast. Yeah, I I feel like it's a TBD. Did uh-huh. was was that what my intention was, or was I trying to convey something else? But I was a mm-hmm. bad filmmaker, and I so I did not know how to do it. What else would you have been trying to convey, though? I think maybe I just didn't know what to say about you, so then I, Somehow like... that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I, I'm, like, in the context of a cross-country film, I think I just was like, oh, I don't know what to do about Ellen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get how it's worse, but it was also just kind of like, you're my sister, and, like, we're not that close right now, so I don't really know. Yeah. So what the fuck? And like, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to portray you publicly. Right. That is actually that's pretty. That's actually pretty interesting. Um, which also reminds me of a time where like this is probably one of my one of my embarrassing moments where I was like trying to uh, forge a connection with you during like the time we shared you as a senior, me as a freshman. It was when the talent show came up, and um, I really loved Rent, but obviously I didn't know what the fuck they were singing about. Like I didn't know it was like a gay musical so i was like we should uh we should sing take me or leave me and you were like that's between lesbians we're not gonna it's like but when it's on great between sisters and you were like no and it's like i was like i'm gonna have to like not talk to leah seriously for another like three years That's um, yeah. I I think I vaguely remember that. That's a deep cut. And being like, who, like, what kind of fucking freak wants to sing this song with me? And it's like that's the thing about it's like I listened to the full CD, like, or at least like on my like iPod, like I listened to that the whole soundtrack, and I for whatever reason did not internalize that they were talking about each other, or like at any time anyone was singing about gay relationships. Right. Well, when it's totally outside of your frame of reference and you, like, don't even know that, like, gay people exist. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't until the the next year that I actually, like, oh, because I think, didn't the musical film come out in, like, 2005 or something? Yeah, that sounds right. Right. It wasn't until I was, like, in the, like, the color guard, the flags, that we watched it together at, like, Holly's house. And I was like, oh, they're all gay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) got it <laughs> so yeah and then uh, yeah i just in case anyone picked up this show from there like yeah and this is the first episode you're listening to we are also queer so uh mm-hmm. i just want to make that clear that we're not being homophobic somehow by making fun of rent mm-hmm. but i just want to i just want to make sure i think i'm sure that was like factored into my reaction to you i'm like first of all incest yikes 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 and then lesbian incest on top of that is just like oh my god Mm -hmm. we're not even in the stratosphere right of normal (laughs) right an appropriate reaction is just like 
at that time I was trying to like an olive branch. I was like, let's perform together. And I was like, I could only, that was like probably the only duet that I had like heard besides like Wicked. Between like two women. Yeah. yeah. Although Wicked hadn't come out either yet or like hadn't, the Broadway musical like CD hadn't come out yet either. So right. I wasn't, yeah. Like I only had Rent as a reference. Well, I was trying to rein us in here and I just want to say we have established that I was a fucking bitch once again to you in, <laughs> in high school. I think the jury is still out wow. and I would really love to rewatch that that film that I created and and try to reconvene with Leah of 2005 and get inside her head and see what she might have been thinking. So yeah, to get you back in that mindset, I'm hoping to kind of orient our listeners who don't know you as well as your like a uh, group of six the six is what you said your group chat is called no 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 that's what we called ourselves in high school oh okay nerds all right so what well so if for people outside of that um could you tell the listeners when your cross-country career began um yes i started running in seventh grade why I'm pretty sure it was mostly because, I think it was because of our babysitter, Laura. She ran cross country in high school, and then I, like, kind of idolized her. So then I was like, well, well, yeah, it was a couple things. I was really fucking bad at anything that had anything to do with hand-eye coordination, so I couldn't do soccer or basketball very well. So I was like, oh, well, I'm pretty good at swimming. That's, like, an endurance sport Um, or, like, long-distance swimming, so maybe I'll try – uh my hand at something on land i didn't i didn't know laura was the uh impetus for that and so oh right i I, yeah i remember you so how come you didn't commit to swimming um i did it in eighth grade and i wasn't very good at it i mean Uh, i think it's also that like if you think running is a solitary sport like swimming is such a fucking solitary sport and it kind of is boring like Mm -hmm. when you run like you can run and talk to other people. But swimming, you just do it. Like, there's nothing else you could do while you're swimming. So, like, I can run with, I could run with a CD player, or I could run with an iPod, or I could run with a friend and, like, you know, run 10 miles talking to somebody. Uh, but that was not possible swimming. Interesting. Okay, so then, so you started, this would this would have been, what, like, 2002, 2003? Yeah, like 20 years ago. Holy shit. 21 years ago. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, so you you start there, and then you get to high school. Had you intended on staying, like, keeping up with cross-country when you went to high school? It was just kind of something I, like, started. I, I, like, I really, I feel like one day I was just like, yeah, I think I'll join the cross-country team. And who knows why. I see. Okay, so you, and then, so you got it. Because you were also, you, you had the duality of cross-country and band. I don't know if you ever had that, but uh, it was always a competition between the the coach and the band director about which one you cared about more <laughs> yes and also choir oh you oh yeah choir was a big one yeah yeah and for me it was kind of like well y'all are dumb because like obviously cross country is better than both of both choir and band mm-hmm. so yeah arguably when it comes to like the leadership 100 percent cross country what yeah. now when it came to, for me when it came to like activities i think i was more in line with band but definitely had nothing to do with our band director. Um, yeah, tracks with the the nerdiness of your uh, 
what, what we know about who you are today yeah. and the things you enjoy. Right. So, okay, so you get to high school. You join the cross-country team because why not? When did you know you were good at cross-country? Um, I remember... I remember being really bad and being like, oh, this is just fun. And I run like 27 minute 5Ks. And like, I feel like I started at like 30 minutes my freshman year. Like, and then I just kind of like slowly started getting better. Um, And then one day, like, I really had no, I don't know. I haven't, I have no like real memory of like intentionally trying. I was just like, yeah, I'm training and we're all running and trying to be better. And then one day at an invitational I remember like passing one of the girls who was like sometimes on varsity and so like who was always like on the cusp of varsity and JV and then being like oh I guess I'm I'm getting better and I might even get so much better that I'm like on varsity and then all of a sudden I was like running yeah and I was like I think the seventh runner or like sixth or seventh runner on the varsity team which in cross country there are five people who score and then you have six and seven who are who run the varsity race but their scores don't count um so then i was like i guess i'm getting better who are your rivals on the team you don't have to name them but you could like you know are you gonna make this funny ever I'm getting there. I'm getting to the the real the real meat of it. I consider this like a this the team specifically the way it was like created and like functioned at high in at our high school was not was more than a clique, less than a cult, but like some, <laughs> something something <laughs> in between. <laughs> yeah, somewhere in between those two things. Do you want to? So you want to hear the funny questions I have? Yes. Great. Okay. So obviously we went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And we had rituals at the beginning of every race. We would always stand in a circle and say a Hail Mary and then maybe some other fucking prayer that I can't remember anymore. I think in Our Father. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think we did both. Um, and then we had a chant, obviously. So when you were running cross country, did you ever feel like you were like running with Jesus? Or <laughs> did you ever feel like it was possible that like the spirit of Jesus would, like, help carry you across, like, the the finish line faster? Or was it never, like, anything you considered? Wow. I know it's, like, meant to be a joking question, Mm -hmm. but I probably, I don't know, I never was, like, I mean, like, we were still Catholic, so it's not like, oh, Jesus is, like, my close personal friend. Like, that's a very Protestant concept, at least in my experience. That's like, (laughs) Jesus is not like, I mean, Jesus is important, like Mm -hmm. very important in Catholicism, but also at the same time, he's like not the only guy. Mm -hmm. I just feel like we, the Trinity is like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's one of three. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm sure, I'm sure that I prayed during races Mm -hmm. and that I, and that I like felt like I was being helped by like some sort of like spiritual or like saint, some sort of force that was mm-hmm. um metaphysical because uh, yeah we like prayed before mm-hmm. every race so it's kind of just like i mean in some ways mm-hmm. it's like an incantation like it's like you're like it's like this like magic that you're like mm-hmm. connecting with to like help you like i mean so mm-hmm. much of running is a mind game so it's just about like figuring out how to like not necessarily trick yourself but also like 
overcome whatever kind of like psychological barriers there might be to like running faster or like enduring the like pain of like running faster Mm -hmm. so I do think that was definitely a part of it for me there was certainly like a metaphysical spiritual magical element of running great so follow-up question since you're talking about magic did you ever curse anyone while you're running and did it work Mm. (laughs) (laughs) like were you like praying to like the holy spirit to like trip a girl down the hill or something i mean literally one of mr who was our coach would always have us think about sucking energy out of each girl that we passed like Mm -hmm. i think that was one of his like kind of things that he was very good at like he understood kind of that psychological element around running so yeah that was one of the tricks is that you would just like imagine sucking energy out of each person that you passed um which is kind of a curse Mm -hmm. like yeah if you if you want to think of it that way Mm -hmm. interesting i think i remember um like I, when I passed some girls, I every time I would pass a girl who I like vaguely knew, I would growl at her. <laughs> like I would straight up. Okay, fucking that's growl. like that's like okay. And I well, to... now we know how we got the reputations that we have. <laughs> I will, and it's like that's something that carried over from basketball because I used to like scare the fuck out of girls on the court because I would, I would like yeah, I would like uh, aggressively like either defend or try to get the ball down the court. And one of the ways to fuck with, with them was to growl at them. Because it's like, that child is unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a day away. Yeah, so, but I do remember the suck energy out of, like, you know, or, like, at least, like, what is it? It's drafting. Like, when you draft someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was different. No, that's different, but I'm, like, I would utilize that as well as, like, a tactic to, like, fuck somebody over. So. Yeah. Which is similar to a curse. So, before we get back into the high school part of it, this is just another question I had. Um, how attached are you still to running and, like, that, that like, lifestyle? Or what you – the lifestyle you developed and, like, the friendships and all that? I don't think I understand the question. Well, the question's leading to do you think you'll run through Heaven's Gate or do you think you'll walk? <laughs> like, do you want to, like – That's what we're leading towards? Yes. So why don't you just ask the question that you're trying to ask, Ellen? Do you think you'll run through Evans Gates, or do you think you'll just walk casually in? <laughs> That's a yeah. I like. I'd like to think that you know the scene from Titanic at the very end. Even though she's an old lady, when she dies, she's reunited with uh, Jack in their like younger forms when they met on the Titanic and were still living when he was still living. So weird where this is going. <laughs> well, I I feel like we like that is the vibe that I might have going into heaven, where it's like this like very young. I just feel like often problematically we imagine ourselves in like this younger like time like prime of our lives form. Once we like, yeah. If I were, if I was going to heaven, I would be like, yeah, eighteen and running my fastest times. Um, so sure, I guess in that in that Hollywood version of going to heaven, I might be doing that. It sounds like more like you're running for like God's cross country team. <laughs> 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 I, I 
I was just asking how you're going to enter, but not how you're going to spend your time. Well, the interesting thing is that I would like to accuse you at this moment oh that you, uh, that Jew- Jewish people do not uh, believe in heaven. So how do you explain this question? Um, well, because I know you believe in heaven. And also, I didn't invent Judaism, so... <laughs> you didn't... You didn't invent Judaism? No, so I can't... I can't speak for why that's a thing. Um, okay, why the fuck do you think I believe in heaven? I don't know, you're Catholic. What? Am I... Am I Catholic? That seems like an existential question that I cannot oh. answer. <laughs> well, I would just, like, for the record to show that, like, yes... I'm I'm Catholic in some in some ways, mm-hmm. but I'm very like in other ways a very feral spirit. Feral. Um, yes. Excuse me. So, it's like sure. There's like definitely a lot of Catholicism in there, but it's also mm-hmm. it's like anybody's it's anybody's game at this point. I see. I see. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, well, if you don't believe in heaven, then I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I thought you did. This is. I can't believe you thought I believed in heaven. I think at this, oh. I'm like seriously fucking disturbed about what you like think about what you I know, think. I, that's actually like, how did we get from four out of four to one out of four in our family believing in heaven? That's it. Like poor dad's just gonna be up there, like hanging out by himself while the rest of us are. Yeah. Is that is that how you think it works? If you believe in it, that uh, okay. If if believing in heaven means that I get to go there, then sure, I fucking believe in it. I mean, like, I don't want to die and never go anywhere. So, like, do you think I'm, you got to earn it? Like, what? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, if I if all I have to do mm. is believe in it. But we digress. We digress a lot. I don't. I, this feels like an entirely entire other i think i think maybe you can ask one more question about cross country and then i'm gonna need the history segment fine i will ask well i I have two more questions they're very easy to answer them one when did you peak that's so that's like such a mean question this is a comedy podcast but it's also (laughs) (laughs) the mean comedy podcast (laughs) i don't know states my junior year okay I mean, in terms of, like, when when did I have, like, my personal record? Yeah. That's when I had it. Okay. No, that was, I, I don't mean, like, when, not, like, <laughs> when did you peak in life? <laughs> but no, just, okay, so junior in, uh, at States. Okay. And then, if you had the choice, would you do it again? Totally. You, knowing, knowing, but knowing how it ends. Yeah, it was still do extremely it? formative for me, and... Okay. Yeah, I think even just kind of that like experience of pain and disappointment was formative and useful as like a growth experience. Interesting. Okay. We'll take a break and when we come back, uh, we will do the oh so loved history segment. Hi, it's me, Michael Bublé. I'm I'm just kidding. Hey asshole! Hey, what's up, assholes? It's me. It's uh. Hey, what's up, assholes? It's me, James Dodge, and I'm here to tell you about how you can make money from by giving us money. Hi. We're selling ad advertisement spots where you can have your small business or 
um, product or products advertised in a in a way on the, the radio, but through podcasts. You can do that with us. Um, I you could read them for us, or I could read them for you, or someone else could read them for both of us. It's up to you. Anyways, do you want ads? Do you want to put ads in our podcast? You want an ad in oh, our no. podcast uh, done by me or you or other people that we don't know? Um, just send us an email at desperate3love at hotmail.com. That's the official email address as far as I know. That's D-E-S-P-E-R-A-T-E. The number three. Oh, wait, I forgot one more thing. Um, I... Mm, never mind. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. It's a history segment. What will it be about? Hello and welcome back to Huffin' Sharpies with <laughs> Leah and <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you put it in your mouth. I knew I had to. Okay. It may or may just... not be true that I have <laughs> been smelling the Sharpie that is near me in this sounding tent that I've built for myself. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Like the smell of gasoline... I enjoyed mm-hmm. the smell of a Sharpie. The crisp, mm. sharp <sighs> of a Sharpie. So, you can go to hell. All right, well, uh, we also don't believe in hell, so yeah, yes. uh, over two on over he- two. the heaven and hell conversation. I'll here. see you in hell, but I won't see you in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, um, what we're really back for is the history segment, which I know everyone loves, and everyone loves to know what Leah doesn't know. So, let's start. It's what Leah doesn't know. It's what Leah doesn't know. Come on, I'll give me a beat. It's what Leah doesn't know. Okay. Oh my god. Well, what what Leah doesn't know, it's history. And uh, today's history, it's more going to be like a, an exploration of something that we are very familiar with which is the winter solstice actually which i don't know if you know this when when we were recording this but last night there was actually a an eclipse i didn't know you knew that did you do anything special for it the only reason i know that is because i was at a bonfire tonight with some like you know cool people who were like oh there was an eclipse last night and i had no idea otherwise isn't that fun kids now you can figure out when we were actually recording this um because we obviously didn't record this today when you're hearing and it. if you think we were recording it right now as you're <laughs> listening to it then you're a fucking idiot and welcome welcome that's our fan base so <laughs> welcome to mean comedy hour <laughs> we, we just roast our listeners roasted yep but uh anyway yeah so the winter solstice um so leah why don't you tell me everything you think you know about the winter solstice. This is actually something I was not hoping to be quizzed on because I do not want to publicly admit how little I know about the solstice. 
because I, I try to project kind of, you know, like a, a witchy adjacent vibe. And I'm kind of, I'm concerned that this will hurt my cre- credibility in places where I'm trying to project that vibe. So I'll play, but just know that I am reluctant. Okay. Well, let me start you off with the softball then. What does solstice mean? It's, it's well i mean i think it's like a basic like oh but well if we're gonna if we celebrate solstice and equinox they have different meanings oh okay sure so what is the latin it's latin i'll help you there somehow it's acceptable to expect me to know the etymology <laughs> of the word solstice i know historians who do Okay, well, they're historians, Ellen, and they're not public health experts. Why do you so. take a guess? Why do you think, think, no, do not Google it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not Googling it. Well, okay, so I know that the solstice happens twice a year. Okay, when does once, it happen? Once, like, December 21st, uh-huh. June 21st-ish. Great. No, it's not ish, it's that day. Yeah, oh, got it. Okay, the shortest and longest days of the year. Correct. Um, and that's all I've got. Okay. So you don't want to take a guess. You don't. Like what it means? Yeah. Soul. Soul meaning sun. Yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. Stis. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. What? I don't know. What, what else is there? It, that's the rest of the word. Well, I mean, that's how we've derived it, but that's not the Latin term. Okay, what's the Latin term? Uh, sol's uh solstitum Okay, so it's like sun time. I don't know. Yeah, that's really. I mean, you're close. You're not giving yourself enough credit. Yeah, it's, well, you know, I did grow up Catholic, as we've pointed out already in this episode. So there's a little bit of Latin. That's true. Just, you did go to Latin mass a lot. I'm Latin adjacent. No, I did not. Okay, you can go to hell. I can't. It means, so essentially, you're close. So essentially, it, the term means the sun stands still. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it just basically has to do with, like, time and date. But if you think about it, like, the sun is either going by very quickly or it's going by very slowly. Longest day, shortest day. But, yeah, that's what it means. Okay. Um. Yeah, well, cool. I am very impressed with myself that I knew that soul was... The Latin term for sun. Great, good job. Okay. Let's li- let's li- let's linger well, there a little right, longer. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's really take that in. That's <laughs> an like accomplishment. To, yeah, I'd like us everyone just like really meditate on the fact that I knew that. Yeah. Okay. What's your next question? Okay. So, thinking about important things that have happened in history, could you name an important event or? Important being relative, but, like, a historical event that happened on the solstice. Just an event ever? Yeah. Just any event. Any event. Any event you think is super important or... I have no clue. Okay. Well, you, for a... Uh, could I get some multiple choice? Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> do you think it was, A, an important movie uh, premiered? <laughs> B... Important. Okay. An an important ship docked. <laughs> okay. C. A discovery was made. <laughs> what? A discovery was made. 
Oh my god. Or D, something was built. <laughs> okay, well, this is a dumb fucking question. So I, know I don't. To... I uh, E. I don't care. <laughs> you would. You should care. Okay. <laughs> it matters. Okay. Well, why don't you tell us? Okay. Well, it's actually F. All of the above. What? Yes. Okay. So, um, the ship docking is the Mayflower uh, anchor. Okay. Well, fuck the Mayflower, but okay. I didn't say they were all good events. I just said that they were events. <laughs> it happened. Okay. It happened. Radi- wow. Um, radium was discovered by Mary Curie. The film, the first full-length animated feature premiered. It was Snow White. Um, also, the Apollo 8 launch. I don't really fucking care about factoids. I just don't care. The I specifically, listeners, I specifically asked Ellen to uh, tell me the history of the solstice. And instead she brought these weak-ass fucking factoids. That's because, it's because we don't know. Okay, what, <laughs> don't what, know the what do we know? Stonehenge may have been built to celebrate the winter solstice. We don't know for Wait, sure. You, somebody was like, oh, this looks like it might have been. This is so old. And it's like, how did people actually create this? But we probably, maybe it was, maybe it was on a December evening that they put this it's, together. It's so essentially it aligns with the sun on the solstice. It, but it also happens for the summer solstice as well. Uh, it's just uh, an idea that maybe it was built to honor the, the longest and the shortest day. Anyway, I, it's, that's the hard thing is just like, I can tell you the events that happened and like maybe their significance, but I couldn't tell you like the why. Like, why do people... Why why do people care so much? I don't know, because humans look for patterns and we love to like find those patterns and being able to mark the longest and the shortest days of the year is like a pretty important thing because it's also good for like agriculture. So but I couldn't tell you. Disappointing. Wow. This now became I'm just, a I'm I'm personally disappointed in the field of history and your choice to choose it as a field of study over something that would because all I fucking care about is the why in my life, not the what. I'm not saying... I'm, it sounds like you don't. You only care about the what, where, and how. I care... That's because... And the, the who. And yeah. the who. That's because, because no one... Because that's, that's the folly of anthropology and sociology. We don't always know the why. You can't know the why of historical events. I mean, you can to a degree, but you don't know how people felt. You don't know who people what people thought. No, but it's Even really fun to just project onto them. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> I was expecting to be made fun of more during the history segment. So it turns out any- I knew even less about the solstice than you did. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we really turned this uh, this segment on its head, didn't we? Yeah. I was thinking maybe we could do a last segment that's a mm-hmm. some sort of. I do like the predictions for mm-hmm. um, the future. So let's keep that up. Okay. Oh, I predict that the, that the queen will die before the end of this year. Oh, my goodness. Is she, like, struggling? Dude, did you not hear? Like, no. she's essentially, like, gone. and She's going into, like, hibernation until February. Oh, shit. No, I had no she, idea. She also said, like, the passage, like, uh, the pa- I think it was, like, the passage of time comes for us all. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm dying, people. 
Yeah. The passage of time. I mean, it didn't come for her for a long time. Right. That she bitch has been queen off. for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Who's who's next after her? Charles. Oh. There's a there's a hope that the monarchy will actually be disbanded. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But probably not. Well, maybe not Charles, but I don't think William or anybody else is going to take They're it They're like, nah, I'm good. Oh, I see. Huh. Well, that's fun drama for the 21st century. Well, that's my prediction anyway. So fingers crossed, everybody. How about yours? Um, um, I think that Lynn manuel Miranda is going to write a sequel to Hamilton. And there is going to be a teaser within the next uh, three months. How do you write a a sequel when he dies in the first one? Hamilton Hamilton rides again. (laughs) Zombie Hamilton. (laughs) Alexander Zomilton. Or like something like that. No, but really, I think or I think Man- Lynn Manuel Miranda is going to do something. He's going to release something, but God, I was I trying not. to be specific. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he'll release because there have been uh, new releases, of new articles about the fact that Hamilton was definitely owns owned slaves, owned enslaved Ooh. people, and like wow. Chernow just glossed over that in his biography. Oh, because he sucks. <laughs> so wow. Well, again, shots fired. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, those are our predictions, mm-hmm. and no one will listen to this podcast, so no one will hold us accountable or <laughs> circle back to tell us whether we were right or wrong. Uh, this was weird. So thanks a lot, <laughs> Ellen. Yeah, you're welcome. And we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye, everybody.